0: Ugh! Oh. Awkward intro time. Nope. <laughs> How's everybody doing? Uh, uh, sad. 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 Oh, no, not sad. sad?
1: This is it. Well, first of all, the well, movie we're talking about, and then it's well, not sad, but you know,
2: melancholy. It's it's bittersweet. It it's
1: bittersweet. it's this, this. Well, we'll get this. We'll, we'll, this the we'll end get of this there. chapter.
0: You know? End of a journey. End of a, journey. a coda, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> son
2: of
3: a bitch <laughs> <laughs> oh
0: no, man I mean I don't want to I don't want to reminisce too much right now but, right you no, know we, yeah. we got a whole a whole thing going on yeah, yeah but I won't
1: be on that one so you know I want to say yeah. it now
0: it's been yeah. a pleasure
1: what? gentlemen
2: oh god <laughs> yeah. thank you for your wizardry
1: <laughs> indeed <laughs> oh, wizards making those uh, sneezes hit extra uh, hard
2: yeah I forever love you
1: yeah <laughs> Forever love. <laughs> forever be forever. That's not even the right
2: word,
0: Thomas.
1: Fuck oh, you. Needs the right words.
0: <laughs> That's fair. Make it up as we go along. Ninety-four weeks of Oscar. Oscar. Four weeks. Crazy. Plus. Done yeah. It.
3: All right. Well, Feels like uh, an accomplishment.
2: Well, yeah. Like we'll talk about that next week.
3: <laughs> yeah. What are we talking about? Like. Today, (laughs) I don't know. I didn't come up with anything. (laughs) Neither did
0: I. Yeah. Anybody watching any good TV shows? Yes. Uh, Oh, apparently, *Tramp* is.
1: I did. Well, there we go. Today, I binged all of the new Tekken anime that came out. I didn't get to watch it when it came out. Absolutely incredible! If you know you're a fan of the Tekken franchise, was awesome. Six episodes so far. Fantastic. I
3: need to watch that Edge Runner show.
1: It looks so good. I love Studio Trigger, so I know it's going to be fine.
3: They're very hit or miss. So, well, I, yeah. I don't know the misses. You look up their thing. Oh, a lot I, of, I know Studio uh, Trigger's thing. A lot of uh the thing. Was it etchy? e ichi? Is that is that the the right word I'm looking for? Killer. I don't even
1: know what you're saying, sir.
3: <laughs> uh the basically like uh very Playfully sexualized anime. Oh, uh, okay.
1: Oh, I don't know the subgenres of anime. I'm I'm not that much of a
3: I know a few key. of them. I know Playfully like uh, sexual. Yeah, huh? like like there what's that one where it's basically like um mm. Volleyball but with butts and boobs. Oh, oh DOA. It sounds like DOA. DOA, DOA sure. Right. I but saw it's that. I remember it's seeing it. it's 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 not even it's not even volleyball, it's like sumo butts and boobs. Sumo like, butts. <laughs> It's really weird, but apparently it's really good. Or like food wars is another example
1: uh-huh. where food, food
3: wars is like naughty as fuck. Right. Uh. Just because because they're eating Naughty. food and having a, they're like, getting their nut every time they fucking eat <laughs> like like a sad. bite of an apple pie. Like
2: <laughs>
1: oh. Zach, so Zach just man. stuck in there with the nani. <laughs>
0: getting in the mood um, here. See, uh. the anime I'm looking most forward to is uh, the 20, September 23rd, we're
3: getting the new season of Pokemon. Ooh, Ooh. That's
1: right, we are. All right.
3: The the Arceus Tales or something. So, like, the last time I watched Pokemon, I was like, I'm going to start from episode one and keep going with this shit. And it got to a certain point where I was like, you know what? I don't even fucking feel bad that Ash is losing all these goddamn tournaments because that motherfucker kept letting his Pokemon go. Be like, I leveled up this Pokemon to fucking 99. Bye, Butterfree. Like, no. Hold (laughs) on to your fucking Pokemon. You might actually win something. That Butterfree
1: comes back here and um journeys i don't know if paul watched journeys but yeah i watched every they re-encountered that butterfree because ash is back in his hometown and yeah he came face to face with butterfree and butterfree remembered him and i'm gonna tell you it sounds stupid but i got a little emotional about it (laughs) dude when i watched the um i i choose you pikachu movie i dude I fucking cried my ass off at the Did I cry at the
3: Pokemon the first Pokemon movie? Well yeah, yeah
1: but you know that was 20 years ago. Everybody did. I was 20 my years favorite. ago. I was 30 <laughs> when I saw I choose you Pikachu, okay? <laughs> my favorite thing
0: when he goes back to Pallet Town and journeys is that you get to see his 30 Toros.
1: Absolutely. And, you know, hmm. his mom banging Professor Oak on the side.
3: Of course. 100%.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and she Oak. has the jinx as the the house. Oh my um, god, what Mr. Was
3: Mime. that? Mr. Mime's got his hand on her fucking leg. <laughs> 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 hmm. yeah, and they got a Mime. Mime. ass theme
1: song. I love me, Pokemon Journeys. I'm excited about that new Arceus Pokemon.
2: Yeah, me too. Got the game for Switch. The boys need to start playing it more so they can play it too. Yeah, I need, I need to get good Legends game.
3: Arceus. I still don't have it. It's, it's, it's a good game. It's something that I wish they would take a lot from and put into the main series. Well, apparently, uh, Scarlet Violet's
0: going to be very open world.
1: Very, yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, and I, is this what you were talking about? Panty and stocking with garter belt.
3: <laughs> what?
2: No, <laughs> I remember seeing the previews. It's like volleyball. Uh,
3: it was like anime, but it's Kaijo Wait, Studio Trigger did it. No, 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 no. I was just no. Uh Kaijo is the name of the uh <laughs> the anime I'm talking about. K-E-I-J O. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I gotta be
2: more specific when I'm googling anime butts.
3: <laughs> yeah, you, you, you're gonna rule thirty-four yourself into some pretty weird shit, but <laughs> Yeah. Uh, well
2: oh, would you look at that?
3: <laughs> All right. Well, I think we have awkward this intro quite a bit. So you wanna That's talk nice. about a movie? Let's talk about a movie. All you beautiful people on podcast land. My name is Paul Workman. I'm Jonathan Pierce.
0: I'm Zach McCoy.
1: And it's your boy Trav.
0: Yo, you're Oscar Grouches. And welcome back to the Oscars, the podcast, the show where we discuss Oscar winners throughout history and try to determine where the Academy went wrong, if they went wrong. And what are we watching this week, Zach?
2: This week, we're watching Coda, which is the story of a hearing teen with deaf parents and a brother, and she has to battle her conscience when it comes to helping her family Or following her dreams. Ah,
3: yes. A child of deaf adults. (laughs) Did not uh, know that until I brought what movie we're watching up to my wife. Because (laughs) my wife is, uh, she's gotten me into it as well, wanting to learn ASL a lot. Mm -hmm. And it's also what's really funny is, you know, when my wife has reached the good drunk, when she starts signing at you in bars. (laughs) Sorry, did you say Trump? What? He
0: said. He said drunk. Drunk. I know the bitch is
1: shit. Yeah,
2: I knew this was (laughs) hospital. I eat chocolate (laughs) ice cream in the hospital.
1: The best part is nobody even knows that Zach's (laughs) doing sign language. No, except us. (laughs) I'm going to show my skills. We should just Uh,
2: sign this whole episode. Yeah, I was going
1: to say, what's the chance that we're doing an episode on this and it's strictly an audio podcast that deaf people (laughs) can't even listen to?
0: (laughs) They can have their Google Assistant read it. That's right. All right. So, this is everybody's first time watching Coda. Yes. Yes. No. No for me, Trav. Do you remember the first time you watched it?
1: Yeah. The first weekend that it launched on... Apple Plus, what was that, January, August, August is when it came out. I watched it that weekend. Oh,
0: man. I can't believe I get to say this on this podcast, and I'm so happy. I first saw this at Sundance. Yeah, it's- nice. <laughs> it was yeah. the first film I watched at Sundance, and then it won the audience prize. Nice. yes. Yeah. Fancy uh, pants. Fancy so,
1: pants, McGants.
0: That That probably will never happen again, because... You know, the, one of the few positives of COVID was I got to do virtual Sundance. Yeah,
1: what a cool thing that was.
0: Yeah, hey, you could watch a video of that on uh Trav's YouTube channel, leveling up with Benjamin Banks.
1: That's right, and it is a very, very wholesome video. <laughs>
0: wholesome <laughs> indeed.
1: <laughs> I lo- I've seen it like four times.
0: <laughs> I kind of want to rewatch it to see how goofy it's so it really is.
1: good. Yeah. Yeah. oh it's so good paul's narration is so good
0: it is
2: natural
1: it's natural exactly it makes me oh, and it nice was time. snowy oh all the vibes yeah. were there yeah Look, my just, man's the... eyes they pop all the time but they damn sure pop in that snow
0: daddy <laughs> <laughs> oh now i'm <laughs> blushing yeah all right well with that let's jump into an oscar breakdown <laughs> It is a slap-tastic, March 27th, 2022.
3: Slap-tastic. It's a slap-tastic.
0: Slap-tastic. We are at the Dolby Theater again, Hollywood, Los Angeles, California. Our hosts for the evening, we have hosts again, mm-hmm. are Regina Hall, Amy Schumer, and Wanda Sykes. Yep. And yeah, they, they were. They do things.
1: I didn't think they were bad.
0: Uh, weird,
1: you know. Yeah, Regina I mean, Hall had that weird segment where she brought all the men up on stage. Yeah, that was that was very weird.
0: Had the weird one where they were dressed up as superheroes and Amy Schumer came down as Spider Man. Yeah, yes. they, <laughs> the whole thing's bizarre. <laughs> but I do how, like. How, how, why can't they
2: get it right? Why has it been so long since we've had? I don't know. It's bring Billy I, Crystal every year, I guess. Is what they gotta do. <laughs>
0: Yeah, he could show up in Tintin makeup again. Oh, God. Oh God. Um, but Cursed I do like looking, looking at Regina Hall, so that was a positive. Yeah. All right. Coda wins Best Picture, giving Woo! Philippe for Rous- Fabrice Jean ferme I'm just butchering these poor people's names. And Patrick Waksberger. I'm pretty sure I got that one right uh academy awards for producing can i interrupt you sir yes please what was the most nominated picture of the night oh yes uh our most nominated film date? on the evening is the power of the dog oh yeah that's right at the 12 dog. uh and our most awarded film in the evening is dune At and that's, right, that's what it was dune.
3: so <laughs> so there's a youtuber i watch who keeps calling it june juice because the d isn't like <laughs> right yeah, on yeah, the yeah. end. So. I, I see it
0: <laughs> uh that's funny. Uh, that's good stuff all right so coda wins best picture over belfast don't look up drive my car dune king richard licorice pizza nightmare alley the power of the dog and west side story uh jane campion wins best director for the power of the dog the first time that two women have won best director back to back
1: crazy and only
0: only the third. And this
1: is her third or second
2: she got one for writing
1: oh, oh this is yeah, her yeah, first the, best the, director
0: yeah, yeah. yeah okay uh so yeah she she lost to spielberg, spielberg. spielberg year, right? for, yeah, yeah okay yeah schindler's whist. Um, But
1: this is her second Oscar, right? Yes. Okay, okay.
0: So, uh, she is the only woman who has been nominated for Best Director twice. And, again, of the three women who have won Best Director, two of them have won Back to Back. Mm -hmm. Uh, And Sean Hedder, not in the category, has Coda directed itself.
1: (laughs) I'll never understand how... I get, you know, because... what. They put in so many damn movies, mm-hmm. but sometimes it's like, bro, how does the best picture winner not get nominated for best director? Like, I, I'm not saying they know that that's going to win best director, but they know it's a strong contender.
0: Yeah, I just don't. In. I just don't understand how Kenneth Brown is in this this category and she isn't. But that's me. No, I agree. Uh, best actor goes to Will Smith for King Richard. <laughs> yep. Uh, Yep. Yep. Best actress goes to Jessica Chastain for the eyes of Tammy Faye.
1: Poor Jessica Chastain, because I love her.
0: I I absolutely
1: love her. But not for this.
0: Yeah. This is not the film she should have won for. No. (laughs) I'm not saying she's bad in
3: the movie.
0: It's just. Yeah. The movie's fine. She's fine in it. All right. Uh, best supporting actor goes to Troy Kotzer for Coda. Thank Frank Rossi. He is only the second, uh, deaf actor to win an Academy Award. Mm-hmm. Anybody name the first? Was it his
2: co star wife in this movie? Mm-hmm. Marley Matlin for Children of a Lesser God.
1: Such a good movie. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> I have feelings. <laughs> Uh, best Supporting Actress goes to the incredible Ariana DeBose for West Side Story, in what I think might be the best performance of the year. Yeah. Nice. Mm.
1: I remember, weren't we all kind of shocked that one? Or did Paul no, pick no, no. that one? Uh, Paul, I, Paul I
0: picked. picked.
1: One. Okay, I was shocked.
3: That well, that's cool. a, do you got your uh your the picks handy there, uh, Zach? kind of curious.
1: I'm
3: oh. pretty oh, sure guess. you're you're the notes guy. I guess the well, I have
2: my I probably have my own picks. Oh, you didn't?
3: Wow. I I know it's on Google Drive. (laughs) Worst podcast secretary ever. (laughs) 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 2021
2: recap. Yeah, there it is.
1: I do know that Paul got 11 wins and we all tied with nine. I do know. Yeah,
0: there you go. I
1: do remember that.
0: Mm -hmm. And me saying that Ariana DeBose is the best performance of the year means something because she beats out Dame Judi Dench. In this category, Jane, mm-hmm.
1: Judy, uh, but, uh,
0: the other love of my life, my second wife.
1: Oh, Zach picked that one too. So Zach got also got it right. There you the go. The Bosie All right,
0: best original screenplay goes to Belfast. Finally, giving Kenneth Branagh his Academy Award. So hopefully, we're done with that shit. <laughs> I don't uh, see how they picked that one. I don't either, especially when there the, are two very pizza t- right there. Yeah, mm-hmm. licorice pizza and worst person in the world holy shit! That yeah.
1: yeah that was one i didn't get to watch That's oh, one that I
0: to go see. go back and check that one out yeah.
1: I, I, I didn't get to see licorice pizza that year too i didn't see it until 2022 but
0: yeah damn yeah it's a fucking great movie damn uh best adapted screenplay goes to sean header for coda i might be mistaken but that might be the last academy award it went yeah. Uh, Alright, so best animated feature Is the goes Zach's to
3: still flipping through pages. <laughs> uh...
0: Best Animated Feature goes to Encanto. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Best International Feature film goes to Drive My Car from Japan, giving uh ryusuke Hamaguchi an Academy Award, or at least the country of Japan. Hooray! I love dude's name. Good
3: job, Japan.
1: Uh, good job Japan. You did job, it. Good
0: job Japan. <laughs> Everybody's Ooh. proud of you. I can't
1: believe they haven't changed that, you know, treating it like a fucking Olympic gold yeah, medal. It's so <laughs> like, weird. Come on.
0: Uh and that beats out worst person in the world. All right. Uh best documentary feature goes to The Summer of Soul or When the Revolution Could Not Be Televised. a yeah. By Amir Questlove Thompson. Uh I also saw that at Sundance. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It. yeah i think i watched you.
1: that on hulu right
0: yeah i watched yeah. it on lowly hulu most as likely, well most likely uh also i would like to point out that for the first time ever one film was nominated for animated feature international feature and documentary feature and that was flea which is excellent that's a really good hmm. movie hmm. uh best documentary short subject goes to the queen of basketball which is on youtube i suggest mm-hmm. everybody watches it it's phenomenal excellent Best live action short film goes to The Long Goodbye, giving Riz Ahmed an Academy Award to make up for the one that they stole from him. <laughs> oh, Riz Ahmed. I you think you
1: can also watch that on YouTube, right?
0: Yes, you can. Yeah. And that's an excellent, excellent Very piece of work, too. Uh, best animated short film goes to The Windshield Wiper.
1: <laughs> I'm sure I laughed last time too. <laughs> Probably. i <laughs> laughing again. <laughs>
0: Mm. Alright. Best original score goes to Dune, giving Han Zimmer an Academy Award. Um
1: Dune. Dune. I'm not mad at it.
0: Dune. June.
1: <laughs>
0: uh best original song goes to No Time to Die. From No Time to Die, giving Billy Eilish and Phineas O'Connell
3: Academy Awards. I'ma say it here. I'ma say it now fucking deserved but i am 100% a billie eilish stan i think that girl has so much fucking talent and it I've, scares me I've, how much talent she has i've really come around on her
1: that's so funny cuz i'm like she's great she's you know the the star quarterback of the franchise but Phineas is the fucking Bill Belichick. You know, he's the coach, and I'm a huge Phineas fan. I think that whole yeah after,
0: after that thing
1: operates on his back. Sure. Oh, after I'm turning
0: sure. after turning red, I'm fully on board
3: with Phineas. And, and, it's, Phineas and, it's, and it's so like, good. Billie Eilish is like her actual music. When a lot of that, I think, falls on the back of her brother, who does her producing, is so fucking phenomenal as well. But that girl still got fucking talent and oh, yeah, absolutely, absolutely.
0: I'm. I'm not going to sit here and pretend to be a fan of hers. I like. I like songs I've heard from her, but I've not gone out of my way to listen to her. But I really like that Interrupters Scott cover of Bad Guy.
3: Nice. Fair enough. Fair
0: enough. (laughs) Um. Though my pick for this was Dos Origitas from Encanto, which is the best song from that movie. Absolutely.
3: (laughs) I get it.
1: I don't know if you're trolling or not i'm
0: no, not exactly. i think that's the best this. song that from that movie what? that song's what? amazing oh God. God. it makes me cry every have time you, no. have you yeah, have okay. you watched the Encanto with the subtitles on for that song, because it is the saddest fucking
3: thing in the yeah, world. That's going no. cool on.
1: all. I still think the best song is the very first song in the movie, The Family Marigold. That shit is I, just so fun.
3: Oh, I'll, I'll watch the shit out of that like 50 million times, but Surface Pressure will always be my favorite.
1: And that's another But song. it's
3: not the one that... Like, that fucking whole soundtrack is just phenomenal. I, I like what Surface for me.
0: Surface Pressure represents, but I don't particularly like that song
3: really
2: yeah i, don't I think, think the
0: song's like, well written yeah
1: hmm. i remember
2: you were like eh, standard pop like, or something yeah, yeah I mean, like
1: for children but you
0: know
1: t- so of course yeah. it's supposed you know, to be easy we, easy to listen to catchy you know what i mean like
0: yeah. we we may have we we may have some time to discuss this oh yeah oh yeah sure sure <laughs> possibly mm-hmm. i didn't i didn't mean to take us down Sorry. this road no no well, just, we always go down got, the road
3: you know where the passion goes
0: yeah oh. uh, i just love dos sort of this a passion juice. Passion juice. Fuck okay. a squeeze. Best sound goes to Dune. Best production design goes to Dune. Best cinematography goes to Dune. And it is the, <laughs> the worst one in this category.
3: Like, all right, listen. <laughs> if it wasn't such a gray slash brown fucking movie, <laughs> I would not fight that. If they to change the color scale in just a little bit, I would say absolutely, fucking lutely. Like there are scenes in that movie where you go like, anyth- anytime scarsguard's in the fucking frame, you're like, I love everything that's in my eyeballs right now. Yeah, mm-hmm. but
1: you're not loving how it's shot, you're just loving scarsguard.
3: No, I'm actually, no, it's the scene, it's it's everything that's being yeah. in that frame is and so fucking well done. It's not a poorly shot film. It's yeah.
0: not it's a particular... Likes,
1: yeah, it's neither here nor creativity. there. I don't yeah. understand how it's Nightmare too... Alley is in there, to be honest with you.
0: I think Nightmare Alley's Gorgeously shot. I think Dan Lous. It's
1: good. One. I just don't look at it and go, "That's one of the craziest shots." Like I don't well, feel well, that well, way compared to Tragedy and Macbeth and what. Like, dude, Tra- uh, Tragedy and Macbeth, Macbeth is literally a sound yeah, And look yeah, at that film. Yeah. Tragedy and Macbeth
0: should
3: have won this. Yeah, it should have won. Absolutely.
0: <laughs> uh, uh, best makeup and hairstyling, of course, goes to the eyes of Tammy Faye.
3: That only went to that because they base that on the amount of makeup needed. <laughs> Most makeup. Yep. Uh,
1: now uh, you you used to bring it up all the time, but it's been a, a while since Eddie Murphy has been nominated. But <laughs> Eddie Murphy again nominated in a best makeup and hairstyling.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. An Eddie Murphy movie, yeah. <laughs> uh, and and I'm shocked to not see Rick Baker's name on it. So that's uh Best Costume Design goes to Cruella, a film about <laughs> costume design. <laughs> <laughs> uh, best film editing goes to Dune yeah yeah I'm fine with yeah. that Yeah, I'm fine with it too I very much to on the anything but don't look up train at that point so <laughs> yeah <laughs> I get that uh best would... oh what no I'm... no I'm continue best visual effects goes
3: to Dune what visual effects? we <laughs> didn't see anything
2: there was pew pew
3: no, there Some was one—a giant fucking worm that you couldn't see because the whole goddamn movie had the brightness <laughs> set to zero. Yeah, <laughs> free guy should have gotten that one. Free guy should have gotten that one. At least, at least
0: of these five films. Yeah, that's what I get for not having a lot of well, Matrix Resurrections. Could have gotten it. Yeah, yeah. How, that,
1: how that picked up nothing at the well,
0: bottom is being... because it's a Okay. Welcome okay. back to Zach Lies yeah. Corner. <laughs> uh, anyway. <laughs> Honorary awards go to Samuel L. Jackson, whose dynamic performances resonate across genres and generations of audiences worldwide. Motherfucker. Yeah. Motherfucker. Elaine May, writer, director, performer, pioneer whose bracing comedic spark illuminates us all. Oh, thanks. Well, I love Elaine May. Uh Liv Ullman for her deeply affecting screen portrayals and lifelong commitment to exploring the human condition. Hell yeah, hell yeah! And the Gene Herschelt Humanitarian Award goes to Danny Glover for his decades-long advocacy for justice and human rights. Reflects his dedication to recognizing our shared humanity on and off the screen.
1: That's right, <laughs> my man, taking down predators everywhere.
3: Yeah, every exactly,
0: and that is our Oscar breakdown. All right. Well, let's
3: talk about this movie. Let's talk about this movie. Listen. I'm listening. Okay. The, all the That's actually intended. kind of fucked up to say now. Yeah, right? <laughs>
0: <Yeah>.
2: <laughs> Think about that. What a dick.
0: <laughs> right, um,
3: this movie is really cute. This movie had a very, uh, a very good message. This movie was well-acted. Outside of that, though, it was very by-the-fucking-books and didn't do anything special at all. This I, movie sucked I didn't think all sucked. the feels out of me. <laughs> <laughs> it, no, listen, it did that. It, yeah. it it just...
1: It did that.
3: It wasn't anything special outside of the <sighs> the the message or the... <sighs> it, it, it's hard to do a movie about deaf people. Right. It's very hard, especially to find an audience for a movie about deaf people. um, And I feel like they did that very well. I enjoyed this movie. I really did. There there were just, I don't want to say better movies, but there were just movies that tried harder. I don't feel like this movie tried hard. I'll let someone go before I do.
1: Yeah, I don't even I don't even know what Jonathan's saying right now. To be honest with you, I don't I don't know I'll what that you. means Listen, that this movie didn't try. Hard. It
3: just it was the story itself.
1: It doesn't got to try was, hard with a story like that.
3: Yeah, I I, 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 I tell you what happened tr- I could tell you what was going to happen, <clears throat> in yeah, just I mean, about everything. It was just I nothing. Do, I'm fine with tropes as long as you make the tropes interesting. Sure, and you know what. It, it and it did that it did that in its own way and i and i did enjoy that again not a bad movie at all in fact a good movie yeah
2: but yeah, yeah. so my my feelings will pretty much exactly mirror what jonathan said i feel like it's a very good movie but it's not much higher artistic level than like a made for tv movie so it's one of those ones like hey this is a great movie i really enjoyed it and then we'll get into talking about other nominees and things as we get there it's like and this is going to be one for me that like it's kind of weighed down by winning best picture because I was like, okay, that was nice. But what, you know, I like and that everything I, I knew exactly what was going to happen. It's a feel good movie and that's fine. Feel good movies. Fine. But there were no surprises. There was
0: no, um, you know, and I, I think this is where I get, where I get a little, uh, ahead of the game because I got to see this would you say this came out September tram
1: August it's, and then debuted August. In so I got to see
0: January. this like six months before right. anybody else did like it, it was the yeah. first film on the, the Sundance schedule. So right. I don't know if I just got to fall in love with this because uh, like the the festival fog, which yeah. is mm-hmm. a thing that a lot of people get where you go to a festival and suddenly like every movie you're watching is amazing because holy shit, I'm doing this festival. And even though, you know, I was doing it online and watching these things on my TV in my room. I don't know. I rewatching it. I was afraid to rewatch it because I had not rewatched it since Sundance. And, you know, after ranking it and enjoying it and having a deep emotional connection to it, I, I I knew it was tropey, but rewatching it, I was like, no, it's just a good movie. It's, it's, above average and while even while watching it i i knew the kinds of things that were gonna happen like i'm fine with this because i'm so endured to these characters and i think this is a well-written script and there's everybody on screen is acting the shit out of this movie yeah Mm -hmm. like there's not a
3: bad performance in this entire film i and and everything you say is a hundred percent correct in my opinion i i want i agree with all of it. The problem is, is that I just, I expect, I may, I may be, I may expect too much. I may yeah. be every year. I feel like something needs to raise the bar. And this yeah, movie and is not a bar raiser at any, in any stretch. It's
0: not, I, I feel like that's the problem with it. Winning best picture. Yeah. Is yeah. that it doesn't really push anything forward. It really like, there are better films from the year and to say that this is the best picture of the year is going to put a lot of weight on it, Mm -hmm. especially, especially for guys like you who didn't see it until this week. Mm -hmm. And it it has to carry that around. And, you know, and I know that's, that's ruined a couple films for me too. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Traff, what, what what did you think? Yeah. Well,
1: again, this was my favorite movie of the year outside of last duel. So, Mm. and, Again, when you got a top five movies of the year, they're really like interchangeable. But I've always had the same volition that Paul's had. If it's in your top twenty, it's deserving of the best picture. Whether Mm -hmm. it was your personal favorite or not, that's that's a preference thing. But to me, any movie that's in a top twenty of the year, out of hundreds of movies that comes out and it 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 can get that award for best picture and it's validated in my Mm -hmm. opinion. Um, two things. When Zach makes the comment about it's nothing more than a TV movie, yeah, if TV movies had top tier acting and they yeah, don't, no, like, so this if, is what it, separates it from a TV movie. Yeah, is what if the Hallmark Channel tried? <laughs> sure, but again, the the casting separates it from that. I mean, sure. that's what that's what separates Chris Nolan's Dark Knight movies from other comic book movies is the casting the acting all these other things like mm-hmm. yeah that's what separates it so that's what separates from this and going back to the it did nothing to push it forward yeah probably no it didn't i i agree with that but neither did nomadland last year most best pictures don't push forward the genre in my opinion they're just good movies there's not a whole lot of best picture winners that come out and you say that pushed forward the genre it's usually other movies matrix pushed forward the genre wasn't even in the category of best picture
3: i, I feel like where i disagree with you and when you said no man did not push anything forward, no nomadland made me want more real movies you're wanting me to want more of something <laughs> matrix wanted me want more of matrix
0: Nomadland
3: wanted me to want more movies like it, not just more of that movie. I have plenty of this movie. Of Coda? Yeah. Yeah.
1: I I don't know where. You have to send me a list, (laughs) Coda.
3: I will send you the Hallmark Channel. Because it's, I mean, listen, it's, 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 it is. It's what if the Hallmark Channel tried? What if they actually went, we can make a good movie with. Great acting. Like, I mean, you're right. This movie was made great by the people. Um I'm assuming all of the deaf characters were played by deaf people.
1: Yeah,
0: correct. Yes. Yeah. So unlike unlike the original French film that this was based on.
3: <laughs> so I enjoy the shit out of that, but I, I I just that that's that's all that I feel gets pushed. It's it's a push in the right direction for. Uh, uh, Inclusion. Inclusion. That's about it. It's, it's like Paul said, tropey. And, and it's, and again, I'm not trying to shut this movie down. This is a good movie. I, I kind of wish I would have sat and watched this with my wife because I know this would be a good movie for us to sit down and enjoy together. Mm -hmm. This movie had the moments that was made to make me cry without it. It still felt a little emotionally manipulative, but it was enough for me. It was so well done that I was like, "Fuck, that's good, dude." When he, when she's singing to her dad on that truck, yeah. Mm-hmm. oh yeah, done, fucking ball. done. Oh yeah, I, yeah I, I, yep. like, movie. I know what you're doing. You know what you're doing, and I'm fucking okay <laughs> with it right now. The, one of the moments that
0: got me the most is when they're at her uh, at her chorus recital thing, mm-hmm. and they start looking around as she's singing and they're looking at everybody
3: else enjoying her voice. When it, when the uh when you get their yeah. perspective when it all goes quiet and yeah. everything, yeah. oh, it's so well done. Yeah. yeah. And, mm-hmm. and just just
0: them taking in the fact that they realize how good she is because everybody like people are like standing and clapping as she's singing and oh, it's so good.
3: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Cuz they go from what do you want to dinner tonight to Oh, everybody's appreciating her art form. And then I'm telling you, dude, just like terms of endearment, the last 10 minutes, man, I cried the whole time because when she's singing at the audition at the beginning, you know, it's, it's cool, but. When she starts the second verse and starts fucking signing newer parents, mm-hmm. I fucking lost it.
3: But you, yeah. oh, sure you knew it was going to happen. I honestly thought that was going to happen at the the school recital. Yeah. So yeah. I was yeah. like, when is she going to do this? Okay, here it is. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. again, it's, it's, not, it's. I'm
1: not denying the again, tropiness.
3: It's tropey, but it's good. <laughs> but they I just did don't the tropes
1: think, well. I just don't think just because you know what's going to happen, happens doesn't mean that it shouldn't have happened Mm -hmm. and it doesn't warrant it making any less not at all because we talk about that with scorsese films a lot of times we know what's going to happen doesn't mean that the filming fucking incredible
3: yeah Yeah. no it's it's you are okay to to stay on rails yeah there you
1: go stay on rails what was that
2: zach i was just gonna say it's another one of those things where like it, it winning best adapted screenplay I don't think that's particularly good writing when you can predict it exactly. Like I could sit down and write this movie, no problem. And, but it, for it to win a, an Oscar for it, it's like,
0: yeah, but it's, I it's, I, it's more what happens in, in between the margins than what I, the margins yeah, are. Like there's, there's a lot of dialogue and a lot of character building that I th- think go into the writing of this film that, give it a cut above because you can know what's going to happen next. But the fact that you care it all is down to how good the writing really is. Mm-hmm.
1: Even so, I'm sorry, Paul, if I cut you off, but no, no. even no, sub characters, you got the best friend who is quote unquote, a slut. You know, that's what she does is she just fucks every guy that she dates. That's her version of a relationship until she meets to the now, brother. Right. But that's what I mean, though. <laughs> the character buildings there, her, The parents come around on realizing they just can't rely on her the whole time and they need to fucking get out there in the community and no longer use their disability as a crutch. Um, dude, there's so many good writing points from every character matters in this film. Everything that they do matters. Mm -hmm. When you watch her interactions with the teacher, you go, What a fucking amazing teacher. He fucking cares. He's an incredible teacher.
0: And I who cares if he's a dick. I yeah. love Eugenio. I Eugene. love, yeah. love Eugenio Derbez in this. For film. sure,
1: I still sure. need to watch his uh,
0: show. Oh yeah, the Acapulco or whatever. Yeah. Mm. Um. I also, also uh, I found out from another podcast that apparently he is the. Uh, the spanish voice of donkey in the shrek series Yes. (laughs) Uh,
1: but i relate this to a sports movie where you know they're gonna fucking win at the you know rudy's going on the shoulders he's coming in for the play but that don't mean i didn't fucking care about it any less than when they put rudy up on the shoulders
2: rudy win best picture no,
3: <laughs> Rudy was not. Tr- Listen, I knew they were going to bring him in, but you didn't know he was going to get that fucking sack, did you? You <laughs> fucking didn't. <laughs> Which he doesn't get in
1: real life, apparently. Whatever. Yeah.
3: <laughs> um, what I,
2: I shout out to the uh, songs and stuff in this movie. Oh yeah! I,
1: I, oh yeah! Incredible, and her voice is incredible.
3: Yeah, yeah. she's really good. Um. Yeah, yeah. I just again a really good movie. uh also also, let's not
0: overlook the fact that Trav loves this movie because it's set in uh gloucester (laughs) massachusetts (laughs) not not only
1: that everybody knows by now i have a serious love for coming-of-age movies like i didn't hate belfast i actually really enjoyed belfast i don't hate belfast
0: either yeah it
1: was so good it's hard for me to watch a coming-of-age movie and go that was ass so I just love I just, fucking coming of age movies.
0: And again, uh, I I think this one's far above average. And I yeah. agree.
3: It's it's a, it's a good movie. I really enjoy this movie. Yeah. So
0: yeah. Also, Marley oh. Mat uh, Marley Matlin. Oh yeah, there yeah. I have a weird crush on Marley Matlin.
1: <laughs> As you should. It's
3: not weird It's
1: not, not weird at okay, all. Good. Uh, I, okay,
3: believe, yeah. I, be, I believe that I believe it was said she's hot. Just, insanely gorgeous. You see one of the um the
2: best thing that I could say about this movie is it's one that pretty much everybody can enjoy. I mean, there's, you know, a little bit of content or whatever for the youngest kids might not be Mm -hmm. appropriate, but it's, (laughs) it's easily recommendable.
3: Absolutely. So another thing I, I feel like we need to point out here is nobody was a perfect person in this movie. No, which made it really real in, Mm -hmm. in how this was done. like,
2: well, except the friend, because she she was you know, there was nothing wrong with fucking everybody, so she's pretty perfect. <laughs> no, there's nothing wrong with
3: that. She can be her. Listen, you know what?
1: Well, uh, again, they're still in high school, and yeah. I I yeah. think a, a woman should be able to do with her body whatever it is. My sixteen seventeen year old right, daughter, right. I think, yeah, is a different right. story. Yeah. So, yeah.
2: <laughs> I I shouldn't have said that. That's true. No,
1: I just my uh, sixteen seventeen year old <laughs> son too. Let me just add right. that in there right. too. Uh, you know. Yeah.
0: Hmm. I, abst- I abstain
3: from these comments.
1: <laughs> so All had,
3: right. Well, does anybody have any additional notes on this movie?
1: I was about to say something, but then I forgot.
3: Uh, no, I. it's a good movie. Yeah. All I right. Did. Good. All right. Well, then let's go ahead and jump into our last Rousey Roundup. I almost said Rousey Roundup. I
1: think you did.
3: A Rousey I Rousey definitely Rousey. did not hear
1: Rousey. I don't know okay. what I Well, heard. I'm going
3: to say Razzy round up now, but I'd like to round up Rousey.
1: <laughs> Who? Yeah. Who are we rounding up? Rousey. Rousey? Yeah.
3: Ronda. Ronda. Rhonda. Oh,
1: Ronda? I'm good.
0: Look,
3: that's
1: because <laughs> you don't watch wrestling. You start watching wrestling, you'll realize you don't want to round up nothing with her.
3: <laughs> well, that's fat. <fair. laughs> All right. Well, worst best picture or worst best picture. Wow. Well, worst picture goes to Diana the Musical.
0: Oh, yeah. I is? haven't watched it. I just, I've heard a lot of <laughs> shit
3: about this movie and I feel like I need to watch it. Jesus Christ. Uh, beating out Infinite. That uh, movie is not good. Uh, Karen. <laughs> oh, I heard that wasn't good. <laughs> I don't know what the... it's uh, a
0: horror, I know it's it's about a horror movie where. It's a horror movie where the monster is a Karen.
3: That's so stupid. <laughs> nice. Uh, Space Jam, A New Legacy. And... That doesn't deserve to be in there. Yeah. I, I, I'm not going to say it's a good movie. I don't no, think it's no, that I bad, bet. though. Uh, and The Woman in the Window.
1: That doesn't uh, deserve to be in there, too. It's not good, but it's not.
3: Yeah.
0: Did I watch that one. I feel like I watched oh that. Yeah, that's movie. the one with uh, oh, yeah, no. I, oh, God, it's... Very well directed.
3: Sure. Uh, worst director goes to Christopher Ashley for Diana the Musical, beating out uh, Stephen Chbosky for Dear Evan Hansen, uh,
0: which which should have won
3: worst picture. But yeah. I
1: forgot about that movie. hatred yeah. For it, legitimately uh, forgot
3: all about it. <laughs> I like this one. This person doesn't even have a link to them, but it's Coke Daniels for Karen. Uh <laughs> Renly Harlan, Harlan for the Misfits. Oh, Rennie Harlan. Oh uh, good to know he's still around. <laughs> Joe Wright for the woman in the window.
0: That's uh Rennie Harlan is uh ex Mr. Gina Davis. Oh okay. Okay. He directed that uh, Cutthroat Island. Okay. And uh, Die Hard 2. Nice. Oh no. I could okay. I could
3: go on about Rennie Harlan, but we need to <laughs> keep in place Uh, Worst actor goes to LeBron James LeBron James That's a (laughs) bullshit win Yeah, that's so stupid Uh, Beating out Scott Eastwood for Dangerous Uh, Ro Hart Tramp In Diana the Musical Ben Platt and Dear Evan Hansen Who it should have gone to And Mark Wahlberg for Infinite No,
1: uh, (laughs) Dear Evan Hansen's not good But that Mark Wahlberg performance Is is even an all-time low for him It is bad
0: (laughs) But but fucking Platt is a
3: uh, 37-year-old man no, playing right, a 16-year-old Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Like, that was just it, bad casting. I understand why they did it. Well, it was it's just not wrong.
1: really bad casting yeah. because it's like, you can't do it without him because it's like his
3: Well, yeah, it, except it, you
0: can. <laughs> you can. <laughs> it mean, just helps that his dad produced well, it. I was just so like, sure didn't. he
1: could have been like, you know, we got to go younger. Yeah,
3: but uh, Worst actress goes to Gianna DeWall for Diana the Musical. Uh, beating out Amy Adams, Megan Fox, Taryn Manning, and Ruby Rose. Uh, worst supporting actor goes to Jared Leto for a House of Gucci.
1: That's <laughs> oh, Gucci. I'm a
3: Paulo Gucci. <laughs> beating Ben Affleck for The Last Duel. That's a bullshit nomination. Dude, that is it's... wild. <sighs> we'll get that he's later. so
1: good in this film. Look, he's literally in the film just to be a dick to his best friend. Mm-hmm. You just got to respect that.
3: Mm-hmm. Uh, Also beating Nick Cannon in The Misfits, Mel Gibson in Dangerous, and Gareth Keegan in Diana the Musical. Nick Cannon? Uh, He's hilarious. (laughs) Nick Cannon's hilarious, yo.
1: (laughs) I didn't even know Mel Gibson had a movie this year.
3: Apparently he didn't. That bad. Uh, Let's see here. Uh, We're supporting Actress Goes to Judy Kay for Diana the Musical, beating out Amy Adams for Dear Evan Hansen, Sophie Cookson for Infinite, Aaron Davey for Diana, and Taryn Manning for every last one of them. Oh, okay. okay. Uh, worst screen combo goes to LeBron James and any Warner cartoon character, uh, any klutzy cat beating any klutzy cast member and lamely lyricized or choreographed musical number in Diana the Musical, Jared Leto and either his 17-pound latex face, his geeky clothes, or his ridiculous accent.
0: <laughs> oh, the man, look, oh, <laughs>
3: Ben Platt and any other character who acts like Platt singing 24 7 is normal. (laughs) And (laughs) Tom and Jerry. That
1: one's funny.
0: Yeah, that is actually a pretty funny joke because (laughs) the way that that fucking movie is filmed, it's
3: really weird that he just sings in people's faces (laughs) the whole movie. (laughs)
1: Uh,
3: Uh, Worst prequel, remake, ripoff, or sequel goes to Space Jam, beating out Karen, which is. Inadvertent remake of Cruella, uh, Tom and Jerry, Twist, the rap remake of Oliver Twist.
2: Twist with porn song.
3: Wait. What? A 2021 British crime drama film directed by Martin Owen and co-produced by Lowell Clark. The film is an adapt 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 adept. Adept adapt adaptation. Of Charles Dickens novel Oliver Twist. It's got Michael Kine. Michael
1: Caine. Michael oh, Kai. Is he Is she
3: playing Fagin? Oh, Lord. I need to watch this movie. Michael Caine is playing Fagin! Yes! yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then also, The Woman in the Window, which is a rip-off over your window. Hmm. Um, worst screenplay goes to Diana the Musical, beating out Karen the Misfits, Twist, and The Woman in the Window. Twist. <laughs> so now see. Razi- you- Zach, now you have that song in
0: my head.
1: I know, me too. <laughs> <right>? <laughs> <Is> that, <laughs> song? <laughs> that
3: song sucks. <laughs> you. I love you, Trav. Uh, the Razzie Redeemer Award goes to Will Smith. <laughs> and remember, they give these out the night before the Oscars. Um <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> Beating out Jamie Dornan in Belfast and Nicolas Cage in Pig. And then they have one
2: for Aladdin. So, what was he back on the list for? Yeah, whatever.
3: And then (laughs) I wonder if this is so they have another topic on here, but it's completely crossed out. And I wonder if.
0: (gasps) Oh, yeah, no, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The the Bruce Willis thing. Yes. So, they they nominated him in the
3: 2021 movie. And And they nominated him
0: for like seven movies. And then they found out he had aphasia. They were like, um, we're sorry we made that joke, <laughs> and we want to take it back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. So that this movie still sucked, though. Let's, they also uh... <laughs> they also took back uh Shelley Duvall's win for The Shining because mm-hmm. they gave her worst actress for The Shining, and then they were like, yeah. "Oh, uh, sorry, we didn't know that you got abused on set by a piece of shit director like mm-hmm. Shithead McGee." Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. The yeah. fact
1: that she was even nominated is, and one is beyond me. Anyways. Yeah,
0: that's bullshit. She's amazing. Right. In that she's film. amazing in right.
1: that film. So the,
0: the fact that she's enduring so much trauma and is giving that performance, right? Yeah. Only reason to watch that movie. The movie
3: sucks. Fair enough. But you can at least go ahead and uh, tell Caitlin that Tom and Jerry was nominated for at least two Razzies. So
2: burn in go. hell, Tom.
3: And <laughs> uh, I was like, Just going after the cat. That's fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, now it is time to get into our worsty judgments. Trav. Yep. Does this movie deserve best picture?
1: Absolutely. Of course. Like I said earlier, it's my favorite movie of the year next to Last Duel. But I mean... There, there's some sleepers. I don't understand how Matrix Resurrections was nominated for anything at the bottom. If anybody watched Palmer this year on Apple TV, that movie is absolutely incredible. I don't and know. And if, if I would have seen Licorice Pizza before the end of the year, I might have said Licorice Pizza deserved Best Picture because that might be the best Paul Thomas Anderson film I've ever seen. Um, but yeah, no, this movie definitely deserves best picture. Like I said, if it's I'm with Paul, if it's in your top twenty, you know, I can't say that it doesn't deserve best picture, even if it doesn't raise the bar, as some may say.
3: <laughs> okay, fair enough. Um, I struggle with this one. I do. I I really enjoy this movie. Um I feel like some movies got overlooked completely. Mm-hmm. So, like you said, the last duel was completely overlooked. Uh, the Green Knight was yeah. completely overlooked, but again, A24. Uh, and Pig should have been nominated somewhere one hundred percent least best actor. At least best actor. I look at those three movies and I see three movies that were so far, just off the wall, there's no reason that they, either of them would have, should have won best picture before this would have, and they're not even nominated, mm-hmm. but of the list, I've only others seen Dune and Dune doesn't deserve to be on that fucking list at all. Yeah. That's and I like are. Dune. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, um, I'm a tentatively say Yes. But I kind of want to watch the rest of them and go, well, this was obviously better. So, yeah, I don't know. I'm going to say no, though, in the end, I think I just I don't think it deserved best picture. And I think like Paul kind of said earlier, where it's almost like I feel like it did the movie a disservice by knowing that it's a best picture winner. So, Zach. Hi there. Does this movie deserve best picture?
2: All right, so I actually managed to see seven of these. Um, wow. eight mm-hmm. Nominees. Wow. Uh, let me let me bring up this shit. Where'd that go? Okay, I haven't seen Nightmare Alley yet. Damn it! And I haven't seen West Side Story or King Richard. So those are the three I have not. And you know, not a big West Side Story fan, but I am actually looking forward to watching this version. Uh, King Richard, I, I it will always be weird watching it now um <laughs> Nightmare Alley I'm looking forward to cuz you know Del Toro and so but okay of the 7 that I saw don't look up <laughs> shouldn't <laughs> nowhere near best picture nomination even though I like the movie okay it, it was a, a I forgot one. I saw
3: that one too yeah it was a
2: it was a fun one time watch for me but I'm not going to ever watch it again it's like okay whatever no, no, happened I, I agree um and I know we you know Power of the Dog a lot of Talk about that, but I only liked maybe a third of the movie. I don't know. I it wasn't crazy about it. Um, then I have Belfast, which I think is good. It's a good movie. Uh, again, not a brilliant script or anything necessarily. And then I have Dune, which I like, but you know, so much of the promise is part two. Licorice Pizza is great, but for me, Drive My Car is my favorite of the the nominees. And I, you know, I've got, I've got Coda just. Above Belfast and below Dune. I think Belfast and Coda are both very nice films. Um, But Licorice Pizza, Drive My Car, Tragedy of Macbeth, Worst Person in the World, French Dispatch, Mitchell's and the Machines, I feel like are all better movies that should have either had nominations or won. So I have a hard time saying. I'm going to have to say no. I don't think it deserved Best Picture, although it's a sweet and feel-good pick.
0: So we'll start with the ones that are outside of my top 20, which are from the bottom up. Don't look up. My second least favorite film of the year, only beat out by Dear Evan Hansen. <laughs> uh, Don't look up. Should have been, uh, should have swept the Razzies. Um, then uh, so we go from a zero star film to a three star film, which I think Dune is fine. I really need to rewatch it. I just haven't had the time or it's desire. a good rewatch. I'm sure it's a good rewatch. I just haven't had time or desire to get rewatch that, that film. Uh also the original's better. Mm. Um cuz it's weirder. Dune mm. should be weird. It is a lot <laughs> weirder. <laughs> Movie was not weird enough. Okay, going into it, what do we have left? Um then it's Belfast, I think that's a cute film. Um then King Richard, it, it was fine. Uh and then Nightmare Alley, which I liked, but is probably my least favorite Del Toro film. Uh okay, so getting into my top 20. Uh I'm just gonna mention a couple of things right outside the top 20 real quick, which are uh malignant rules. Uh, rules. The harder they fall, fucking rules. Fuck yeah. Uh, and uh, Mitchell's Versus the Machines just missed my top 20. And I think that film's incredible. <clears throat> yeah. All right, top 20 time. Number 20, Tatane. Tatane mm. Amazing. It
1: is.
0: Uh, Spencer. You know what? I'm going to flip those. Spencer's 20 now. Tatane is number 19. God, Tatane rules. Um, number 18, The Tragedy of Macbeth. Seventeen Benedetta, because I love me some Paul fairhope mm-hmm. uh, number sixteen Pig, great, Pig so is great,
3: fucking good. That movie was just not marketed. The it was way marketed it very been.
0: poorly, which is why I always tell people: don't pay attention to what other people say about the movie. Go experience for yourself.
3: Well, they tried to make it look the, like it was the like a, yeah, yeah. The, the a made it look like it was a John never Wink
0: movie. Never pay attention to trailers i mean watch them that's sure the whole
1: point of trying to get people into the film
0: but that that's the problem is bad marketing always exists and yeah. and the people who make the movies don't cut the trailers find a nice critic that you well, align with a lot
3: because if the, they, trailer, the trailer the trailer tells you that it's a john wick but nicholas cage with a pig movie and people go and see this movie expecting that they're going to come out and be like, that wasn't what I bought. Like, that's that's not exactly. what I went for. I didn't get to appreciate it for what it fucking was, no. which was basically <laughs> chef. Yeah. But yeah,
0: trailers are dumb and uh, genre markings can also be very misleading. Mm-hmm. Number 15, Drive My Car. It's a very nice film. Uh, number 14, Judas and the Black Messiah, which I know was in the Oscars last year, but it came out 2021. So this is my 2021 list. Yep. Sue me. Uh, number 13, the card counter. Mm. Number 12, the amazing and near perfect. The matrix resurrections. I'm glad we all agree. Moving on. Number 11, Coda. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Number 10, John in the hole. <laughs> I love that film.
1: Still haven't seen it.
0: It's so good. Yeah. The only thing I know about it is from you uh number nine space sweepers okay. a I Korean to see that film that too. was on Netflix It's okay. awesome yeah
1: I keep hearing about how awesome it was <laughs> that
0: should have that should have gotten nominated for the uh, best visual effects Academy Award it's great uh, number eight Ben Wheatley's in the Earth number seven the last duel uh which should have been nominated for Best Picture number six the power of the dog because that whole movie is great. Number five, the Lost Daughter. Whew. that's a good one. That was that's the, the one first movie I watched that year. Directed. What was that, Tram? Huh? What'd you say, Tram?
1: Uh, I said that was that was the first movie I watched. They came out New Year's Day. Yep, that's the first uh, movie I
0: watched. Yes, Zach, that's the one with Maggie Gyllenhaal. No, not no, she uh, directed, directed by it. Maggie Gyllenhaal. Yeah, it's Olivia has uh, and Dakota in it. Johnson and Olivia Dakota Coleman. Johnson, uh, Jesse Buckley, who is oh, yeah. mm-hmm. unbelievably gorgeous in that film. Um, number four. Licorice Pizza. Excellent. Number three, The Green Knight. Yeah. A24 not doing the Oscar bids. That movie is incredible. Number two, West Side Story. Should have won Best Picture. Number one, The French Dispatch. French Dispatch. Wes Anderson (laughs) doing his best. What a perfect film. Glad I we think, all agree. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I was going to say, I think this is the first time I've been on a podcast episode where Wes Anderson's brought up, and I've always just agreed with fucking Jonathan. Like, I just can't get into it.
0: Hey, him. it's okay to
3: have bad taste. We all do.
1: <sighs> and I watched French Dispatch, and it was so fucking boring. To it me. was the
3: most Wes Anderson movie. Oh, my lord. And it the couldn't problem get over is... fast enough. Well the problem is we all know it is the most Wes Anderson movie to Wes Anderson. It's just the problem is is that that's a bad thing for me, a good thing for half of us. <laughs> yeah. And it, it I'm trying to use that as a negative and you just flip the switch on me. So I I I don't know. It, an hour and 19 minutes. Like, I got that fucking. I still remember the amount of time I watched that fucking movie. And
1: you didn't finish it?
3: <laughs> no. I couldn't. I, 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 honestly, I like, you. I, I just, I tapped out. I, I just could not deal with it. It's yeah. so amazing. I love it so much. <laughs> me too. I,
1: honestly, I think watching that movie is what made me realize Wes Anderson is just not for me.
3: Just don't watch any more of his films. You don't oh, have to. I will nobody's not. making Trust you. Trust me. Because... Which, which is great because I, <laughs> I'm happy that we can all agree that that that's just something that we don't. I don't have to do. Right? <laughs> just I don't. Until I I, don't, I agree Fox that to. you didn't have to do that before you try to watch. the first I, I, I did it for you guys. You I like. <laughs> I, I did it for you guys. I was like, I need to. Have we
2: all seen Fantastic <laughs>
3: Mr. Fox? No, I can't. No, I. Wait. I want to. It's because okay. I want to be like. I don't
1: hate Fantastic Mr. Fox. It's, it's
3: pretty incredible.
1: It's a pretty damn good movie, but. The Buddhist... What is it? Buddha? Grand
2: Budapest Hotel? That
1: motherfucker is... Oh, boy. God. Oh,
2: all right, let's
0: move on. I'm getting mad.
1: God.
0: <laughs> not me. <laughs> <laughs> uh Anyway. Okay. So, since we're all done with
3: this, fuck, don't look up. All right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're allowed that. <sighs> all right. Well, Trev... Yeah? Is this the worst, best picture?
1: Absolutely not. Um, I, You know, there's some bad ones out there. There's some real stinkers. So. Yeah? You know, you still got your circus
3: movie
1: <laughs> that I haven't seen that I have no intentions watching.
3: Uh, I feel like you should watch it.
1: Uh, no, editing that. Episode you're
3: the, was you're the only person that uh, <laughs> should have to watch it. So. Um, I am in agreement. This is not the worst. This is my number forty. I have it in between Million Dollar Baby and The Hurt Locker,
1: which ain't bad out of ninety four.
3: No, not at all. I. And think that's a very rewatchable movie. Something I would probably sit down and watch with my wife at some point in the near future. But not one I'm going to, you know, go out of my way to try to watch. Mm-hmm. Zach. Hi. Is this the worst best picture? No,
2: it's not. Um, but I have it uh, three and a half stars. It's the top of my three and a half stars at number 64. Which sounds harsh, but you know, it was in between Last Emperor and Chicago. Which
3: it's <laughs> not a single lick of fucking sense, but okay. Yeah. Fair enough.
2: Chicago's just not for me. Understandable.
3: I mean, not, but you yeah. know. Yeah. All right. Paul, is yes. this the worst best picture?
0: No, I, I adore this film and I will say that on the rewatch, it did, it did lose about a half a star for me because... I did come out of the festival fog, and mm-hmm. it's not the first film that I watched at a festival that I've been looking forward to going to for half of my life. Uh-huh. It it's a beautiful film, it's well acted, it's well written, but I gave it four and a half stars. Uh the low you know, the lowest grade I ever give. Mm-hmm. Um so <laughs> hilariously, Jonathan says it's at his 40, it's at my 38.
2: <laughs> nice. <laughs>
0: So I speak very highly of it.
3: He's he's kind of middling on it, and we're right about no, the same range. No, that's pretty high for me as well. I mean, like Trav said, it's
1: more than, yeah, more than half. I, I don't know where
3: my movies I don't enjoy cutoff is. I right. think that's in the yeah, you, that's in the '60s. I think I think '61 might be my cutoff off edge. Which is wild. Fire.
1: That's thirty best picture movies that you didn't enjoy.
0: Uh, I mean, like yeah. my my. Oh God! Like Paul some... has like five. <laughs> <laughs> now I was gonna say I think my cutoff comes or a... did I? Okay, cavalcade. Yeah. Should uh... we save this
1: conversation for next week?
0: Yeah, yeah maybe. Yeah. We don't want
1: to pull a Thursday spoiler that me and Zach did.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I was just gonna say probably probably around seventy six is where it drops off for me. So yeah,
2: same for me, kind of. But Jonathan's so interesting, you know, ranking based on rewatchability, because it's a very, this is a very rewatchable movie.
3: Mm -hmm. It is. Yeah. It is. All right. Well, I think that's where we're going to call it, Trev.
1: We appreciate
3: you coming in again.
1: Uh, Yeah. yeah. It's the last one, baby. Bring in the fire. For now. Yeah. It's the last best picture for now.
3: Plug your stuff, baby.
1: (laughs) (sighs) Well, unfortunately, I'm all the way over here in Virginia, so there'll be no plug-in, but um, catch me next time. But you, you can also it. find me on the Instagram <laughs> at ZK Audio. I'm also on the Twitter at T-R-A-V-I-O-S-Z-K. You can listen to me every Tuesday on the Level Up N-O with Benjamin Banks podcast, on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcast at. And then you can head on over to the YouTube on Friday and watch the video portion.
3: Of that episode, and that's it. All right, and my name is Jonathan Pierce. You can find me on the Twitter, Twitch, and the TikToks at torn underscore Occam. Zach, where can we find you, baby?
2: Find me on Critiker Zachmaster X A K K M A S T E R TikTok at House Havoc Letterbox by searching my name and Mister Handsome Paul Workman. He's looking around, but he I'm, is I'm waiting, right there. I'm waiting.
0: I'm waiting for Handsome Paul Workman to show he's up, fan fan but I'll give right my right he's looking for his meantime. father. <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll give my socials in the meantime. Uh, you can follow me at Father of the Fear across the platforms of Twitter and Letterboxd. Letterbox where I keep a running tally of all the films I watched. And this week, I went and watched the horror, the new horror film, Barbarian. Holy fucking shit. Trav, if you like Malignant, you have to see Barbarian.
1: Hey, all of my friends that have reviewed it on Letterboxd put the spoiler box. So... They didn't even leave a review that you can see. They all put spoiler boxes, so that's how (laughs) I know, oh shit, I gotta see this movie.
0: Yeah, (laughs) because how the first act ends is all spoiler after that. And it's absolutely ridiculous. (laughs) I'm Uh, excited. But everybody see that film. Also, you could follow me and Joe Tapia as... At shark dressed men on mm-hmm. TikTok, where we're reviewing shark related content. Yeah. <laughs> Doing sexy dances.
3: Yeah, I need some more of them uh, shark uh, thirst traps. Okay. We, we will get them for you. Nice. All right.
0: Rock lobster. Zach, this is our last best picture. For now. What could we be? Yes, for now until, <sighs> until March 12th. so what could we be doing next week
2: next week we're going to recap this journey we're going to reveal our next categories and a special announcement for what's going on in october it'll just be a grand old time with some pals join us
0: palin around
1: yeah let the taco meat out (laughs) (laughs) my advice over here
2: All right, so break these buttons. Oh, yeah,
0: (laughs) Trev. Thank you so much for producing our podcast. Yeah, fuck that guy. Yeah, fuck me. You already plugged all your socials, so we're going to skip on (laughs) over to thanking Chad Ramsey for our most excellent theme song. We would like to thank Megan and Jay Bellevue for our beautiful artwork. Follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Autosquarecy Pod and on Facebook at The Autosquarecy Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. Leave us a nice five star review on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and Spotify. It really helps us to be seen in the all. Almighty algorithm, as oh, Trap says I say.
2: Ooh, nice. Hear me. Hear me. Five so, stars, I'm signing
0: so, or, Trap, Zach, Jonathan, and Eugenio Derbez, voice of Donkey in the Spanish language Shrek. <laughs> <laughs> we would like for you all to have a damn fight.